The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all, and we're here with you each and every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pass at the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church, that's soh.church, to find out more about our upcoming events and services. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you download your podcast, and like us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Sound of Heaven Live. You can download our our free app in your app store or marketplace by searching Sound of Heaven. If you want to join in on the conversation, call 631-451-1039, 631-451-1039. Tonight, we have to clean up the mess that was made last Friday and we have to talk about mustard yet again. And I'm excited to introduce my co-host, my partner, Jason Koch, Ambrosio. How you doing, bro? What is up? Welcome back. Now, I need to know what happened on Friday because Dave and Mike were texting me like crazy saying, you've got about 20 minutes to get back over here because this is like, uh, this is a wreck. Oh, right we now. went, uh, we just went off the wall. It was, we, it was, we, it we was were diving in. It was, it was, it was insane. It was amazing. Was but, it was an amazing show. But with all, in all seriousness, thank you. Heard everything went really, really good. Uh, appreciate that. I was in Philadelphia, uh, getting beat up by Winnie the Pooh. Uh, so uh, other than that, all went well. I believe that wholeheartedly. You, you came back in one piece, though. Yeah, it was good. It was good. No, seriously, we had a really good time. Kids competed real well. Massimo was an absolute beast in his jiu-jitsu. We were in a jiu- yeah. He had his real comeuppance this time. Yeah. I mean, just in a good way. Yeah, we had a we had our, our jiu-jitsu tournament in Philadelphia. Massimo double medaled and uh, took two bronze medals, and it was just an absolute beast on the mat. I'm so proud of that kid. LJ did really well against a couple of his opponents and had a real tough time against this kid that was just really really good, uh, and it was a really good learning lesson for him. Uh, and uh, you know, I ended up losing by points. So and and you lost, but you did win your first match. Right? No, I just lost. I did, you know what? It's a complete loss. I lose. I win by intimidation. <laughs> That's how I win. I'm sorry. I have a really hard time. I, I intimidate people I have so a much really they don't even want to show up. Believe in that. So, uh, but it was LJ's first time competing at the gray belt level. Correct. Right? So, that is correct. so new level, new level, new devil, like they say. <laughs> no, um, no. But he, listen, he, he's challenged. Let's be honest. He's done very, very well. He's dominated at different Dominate, levels. Yep. 
I mean, we could all say we we need to hit that wall. Yo, every listen, once this in a is while. what we this is what you say. You don't you don't lose, you learn. You either win or you learn. That's the two options that happen here. But no, it was really cool. Want to say hello to everybody watching too, everybody listening. Hope you had a just an amazing week so far. Uh, we got a jam packed uh, show for you today. We are going to be talking about mustard, and Jason will not be vomiting mustard all I will over not. the studio again. I, I um, promise myself. Yeah, absolutely. We got a great would you rather today. Uh, you oh. know, we're going to break that down a little. Yeah, we bit. didn't do that the other day. I, I didn't feel right doing it without you you know you just go off the walls here well you know i just can't you just give the people what they want i mean come on (laughs) i can't wait to hear this one your past few have been terrible what are you talking about they get better and better in fact it's i had to prove you wrong last every i talk to people that 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 just come come out of nowhere and they're like they'll just answer the did you the the what would you rather's they they come on the show just for the what would you rather's i I, I believe that oh it's great i'm glad they're learning a lot with the bible (laughs) (laughs) So. No, but welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 13 today. And like I said, you could join in on the conversation if you want. We'd love to hear from you. 631-451-1039. 631-451-1039. And Jason, so I heard that you left off in Matthew chapter 13 when you explained the sower. We did. We dove into Matthew chapter 13, which basically puts Jesus right smack in the middle of his earthly ministry. He's drawing a lot of crowds and he starts teaching in parables. And if you remember, we talked about three reasons i don't know if you listen to the show so you wouldn't remember but everybody at home remembers uh three reasons why jesus used parables one obviously wanted to relate to the crowds you got to relate to people if you want to have influence is that right correct you agree with that 100 percent. two it was a fulfillment of prophecy right in psalms it talks about the messiah speaking in mysteries and parables and also in the book of isaiah which has 44 prophecies fulfilled by jesus it was written that there were going to be people there that couldn't see hear or understand what he was saying Correct. And we know that is to be the case. And third, Jesus was teaching about a kingdom that was coming for them, but is already here for us. So when we read through these parables, you can apply them directly to your life today. Now, do you think it's parables or parables? Uh, uh, it, de- it really depends on what side of the border you're on. I would say. Wow, you're going to border. Yeah, border. Listen, parable. If you want, you want to say it in in Latin dialect, it would be parables. Okay. All right. I, I did very. I did better in Spanish than I did in English in school. I don't believe so. That's true. Ask Mr. So. George, Senor Jorge, uh, in Deer Park. All right, Mr. George, if you're listening, please call sixty one four five one one zero three nine. I would like to have a conversation with you. you know, we plus every quarter. A, a little, a little side note though on on like the concept of the parables. We had a really awesome meeting yesterday for Sound of Heaven in we the did. church. We did. We met with some of our core team leads. We met with the church leadership. We went out to Pindar Vineyard. Shout out to that place. It's an amazingly gorgeous that place. place. Is awesome. Oh man! And we sat there and laid out the plan for the next uh, twelve to sixteen months with the plan of execution on that. Uh, we got a lot of just amazing things happening at Sound of Heaven. And if you never visited us, I want to invite you to come this Sunday, ten thirty a.m. Check out our website soh.church to get information. Plan your visit. You can see all the stuff that's around us too. Really awesome. But let me tell you, this this is the big things that Jesus is doing on the island but it also is going to have a global impact Um, and I believe that just all the things that are taking place right now in Haiti and in Afghanistan and and just all over the world it's our opportunity to shine and really let 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 just let the world know that this Jesus that we serve is alive and real yeah this is not the time to bottle up this is not the time to hide honestly there is a lot of we've seen this since COVID started right there's tremendous opportunity why because people today more than uh, many many times in our our generation yep. need, they need hope yeah they need hope that everything's going to be okay and when you trust god and you have god in your life 
you realize everything's going to be okay. Yes, 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 yes. So what we were talking about, and specifically relating to the parables, Jesus took these complicated teachings. And you might be going, I read the Bible and it's complicated, right? Jesus took these complicated heavenly teachings and and kind of like rules of the of the supernatural and the, the spiritual realm and broke them down so everybody could understand them, like sowing and reaping, something as simple as that, right? Because they were farmers at that time. And I feel like a lot of time the church, and uh, they want just people to do it their way. They don't want to reach people where they're at. Right? right. The Bible says, come as you are. Right. It doesn't say stay as you are. It says come as you are. But the Bible also commands us to 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 be all things to all men so that we might save a few. And the honus is really on the focus is on the people presenting the gospel to be able to be a transformer. Right. Like like the movie. Exactly like the movie. Be a transformer mm-hmm. and be able to deliver the same powerful methods of Jesus, no matter what culture, environment, uh, no matter what age group or bracket that you're receiving. And you got to get good at explaining how great Jesus is and these principles that Jesus taught. Right. And and if you know anything about Jesus, you know that he didn't wait for people to come to him. He went to people right where they were. Yep. Right? He sat at the tables with them. He went into Samaria. He went into all these different places. And that's kind of the opposite of what we know of religion, right? In, of religion, we know here's a building. If you want it, you come and get it. But really, God is God is leaning in. I love I love the the scripture where Jesus says, "You didn't choose me, I chose you." So yep. he he made the first move. Now now it's time for us to move. Yeah, yep. And and so that's great news for us too that we don't have to be these scholars and these theologians and you know we don't have to be the smartest and best looking thank God. Thank God. Uh but uh you know all, all we have to do is be willing and God's going to explain his plan for our lives to us right where we're at and help us get there too. Removing some of the things that hold us back and encouraging us to keep going where we need to go. And there is I know there are some people that are just struggling right now. They're just very I just feel tonight that people are very tired. They're very yep. weighted. It's like you know the best way to describe it that I'm seeing it's almost like like picture a comforter, like a blanket, just wet, soaking, just thrown on top of you, yeah. and you're trying to run with it. Just annoying. It gets in the way. It's a heaviness, and I just want to break that heaviness off your life right now. Jesus sets the captives free. Jesus breaks the change, and I just believe a new light in it, like a, a light, uh, uh, just a, that weightiness is just going to be removed, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think we've gotten into this lull where it's like, oh, what is next? Yeah. But we want to switch that. You could say what's next, but w- again— the expectation is that God's going to move and that you're going to thrive in any situation. So that what next could be a very optimistic question. Yep, absolutely. So we're going to get into the parables here uh, when we get back from this break. Jay went over the sower and the seed. We're going to come back and go right into the weeds and wheat, both things uh, Jason eats. Uh, Likes big fan of both of them. So you heard of Wheaties. Uh, There's also Wheaties too that Jason's a fan of. So we're going to break that down for you uh, in a little bit. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your pastor Johnny Ova. I pass it to Sound to Heaven Church. Visit our website at soh.church. And during the break, make sure you open up your app store marketplace. Download the app by searching Sound of Heaven. And be sure to check us out. And if you're in the Suffolk County, Long Island area, turn on 103.9 FM and take a listen, share, like, call your grandma, let her know we're on. Grandmas love us, right? Yep. Especially me. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you each and every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. We're in Matthew chapter 13 today. We're breaking down some of the parables, or if you're listening in the Long Island, New York area, the parables. 
And uh, we're going to explain the Bible to you. I mean, that's what we do on this show, right? We, we read the Bible. We explain to you in new, fun, exciting ways. Ways that you can understand. Yeah, you can understand it. You can relate to it. You can argue with us if you want. Give us a shout back. 631-451-1039. Yell. Whatever you want to do. That's it's it. Okay. Yeah, if you disagree, we want to hear too. I want to know why you disagree with, yep. with sowing seeds and weeds and wheat. Right? Hey, Listen. Uh, you know, there are, it's pretty controversial stuff. We also are going to, we're also going to do the, what would you rather to, in the same? Oh, time. that's right. I'm excited about yeah. that. All right. So let's get to some Bible stuff here. Matthew 13. I'm going to start in verse number 24. Okay. All right. It says, Jesus presented another parable to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and left. And when the wheat sprouted and produced grain, then the weeds also became evident. And the slaves of the landowner came and said to him, Sir, did you not, uh, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The slave said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No. While you are gathering up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Allow both to grow together until the harvest. And at that time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First gather up the weeds and bind them in bundles and burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Hmm. So what do you okay. think that's talking about? Well, we, this has a lot of different implications. Of course, it has implications for them in the first century. You right? think there's some eschaton to this? There is definitely some eschaton to this. And uh, for those listening right now, you say, what is eschaton? Uh, that is the end it's like of... like escargot, just with a little bit of more... It has nothing to do with snails. You okay. are lying. Uh, it has to do with the end of the age or the end times or the end of the world. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, a lot of these parables, you can look at them. Uh, again, what they're pointing out is how to act in the new kingdom that is on the way and being established there. Uh, with that, you'll find uh, the, the Pharisees getting rebuked in there. Uh, you'll find uh, basically the... the uh, uh, turning of the of the covenants i mean even even john the baptist what do he say he goes the axe is already at the root of the tree well yep. what does that mean yeah yeah that means that uh the old covenant's coming to an end boom down boom now, now the weeds among the wheat too i, I do want to relate this because this is also all throughout the new testament about this image of this garden and weeding up and uprooting and removing these things and and we have to do this with our lives a lot jay and that is the word cultivate right right um we all like the harvest but we don't like the cultivation aspect of it and cultivating produces the best harvest think about it think about your lawn now, i live in suffolk county long island new york i live over in oakdale okay and i'll weed i'll i'll get the grass all nice I'll you do a pretty good job over there i appreciate pretty, that thank yeah, you thank you, you. a lot of hard work goes into that right but then four yeah. days later i wish you do the same with your beard <laughs> i do use the same tools though that i used to do. <laughs> i bet uh, but you know what happens is 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 you know if i don't keep up and cultivate the, the what i just did it looks like i didn't do anything right you know and all these weeds are growing and i got sticker bushes everywhere yeah that's what's crazy right so the default is weeds it's right. almost like <laughs> You have to continuously work on that. And it's the same thing with your life, right? Yeah. You have to sow good seed. We talked about it last week, right? Yep. You have to have a, a you, you have to be free of, of weeds and worries and and uh, have fertile soil that that uh, you know the, the word and really truth can See, take the, root. The tricky part is though, some of the weeds look nice. Yes. Right? Yeah, I had to get one of those apps when I first bought the house, mm -hmm. and I had to like you know check and see what everything was because I'm trying to clean up. I didn't want to rip out something that was good, right? Yeah, well, I didn't I, want to leave something that's a weed and be like, hey, John, look mm -hmm. at my prize <laughs> petunia. Like, no, dude, that's that's a 
dandelions. <laughs> you know. That's a dandelion field. Yeah. But some of these weeds even look good. But if it, just because it looks good doesn't mean it's good for the garden, right? And if you leave it there, what happens is, is it sucks, it chokes out and destroys everything that's supposed to grow and supposed to harvest. And that's the word cultivate. We see it from Genesis. God said that he never sent the rain. And what does rain do? Rain produces whatever has been sown in the ground to grow. Right. He said, I didn't send it because I don't want anything to grow yet because there's no man there to cultivate the wow. ground in Genesis yep. chapter two. And so maybe God hasn't sent the rain because you're out of position. You're not in the right place to begin to cultivate all the things that that God is doing uh, in and through your life. And some of you are keeping weeds in your life that are choking out your blessings just because they look pretty or, or, or they've always been there. You know what I was thinking about before? You know, if we changed our prayer, a lot would change in our life, right? So we could say, hey, God, I want this. Or God, send me this. But how often do we pray, God, prepare me for this? Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of times we need that cultivation to be ready for our blessing. I think if we took the approach of prayer like this, you know, God is not a genie, right? It's This is not like, you know, I dream a genie, they blink, and then God does things for you. Can God do things for you? Sure. But prayer is not to move God to do it for you. Prayer is to give you strength to overcome it yourself. Right. It's the strength of God to help you overcome the obstacles that are in your life and we see jesus you see all the new testament these are this is the prayers that were that were being taken forth here right absolutely all the supernatural miracles were people working in their authority not really praying god please heal this person jesus never prayed like that it no. was always just move you're healed get up but you so yeah no i i'm in here it says the enemy sowed those bad weeds who's the enemy are they talking about the devil here john them devils them devils yep them devils them devils <laughs> could be devil's food. Could, could, could be. be devil's cake. Could be. Look, what I see in this too is, and the enemy, the enemy is anything in your life that takes you away from the fullness of what God has Correct. for you. Would you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. And Maybe I, just think of, just lay it out in your own life. Think about this if you're listening right now. If you're doing something great, what are things that could stop you? It could be discouragement from a family member. It could be a lack of finances. It could be your health distracting you all the time. You know, all these things are producing things that are contrary to what God wants to do in your life, right? Right. And so those are seeds that are coming up. Like if you sow worry and you sow fear, then you reap worry and you reap fear. But if you sow confidence and boldness and expectation of great things, guess what you reap? Those things. So when God sends the rain, you want those things to be growing, not the things that oppose that. Right. Right? Is that what you're getting to? Yeah, no, it's exactly what, what I'm getting to. It's not always this you know, unseen evil force. A lot of times it's the things that we allow in our, in our life. Right. Now, I find it really interesting that, um, one, while everybody was sleeping, it was there. So a lot of times this stuff comes into your life when it's, you know, you're not paying attention, right? Yep. And, and you're just there. But another thing is, is that um, let's talk really quick about leaving it there until the harvest yeah that's fascinating yeah it's fascinating so with the eschaton end of the age meaning that you know when the transition of the covenants god's gonna set aside his elect and those that you know were in there trying to sow discord uh, you know didn't didn't make it but let's talk about more of the application to us today yeah i mean we could talk about that application in many different aspects of your life right we want to we want to rip up what's wrong and rip up what's opposing us uh very quickly and oftentimes uh what happens is is that um it, what happens is is that we remove our blessings from ripping apart our you know the things that are obstacles in our life as well too 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He's like, we remove things too quickly. And sometimes the things that oppose us and come against us are things that are, are really trying to generate the best out of us. They put the pressure on us to make the be- to make us the best version of ourselves that we can Right. Be. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, like scripture says, the trying of your faith produces patience. And if you let patience have its perfect work, what? You become yeah. mature and you lack nothing. And I think it lends to the point of there's going to be things in your life that are going to be there, but give give it time. The harvest is coming, right? The Bible says you will reap in due season if you don't lose heart, right. and, and and God will sort those things out with you. Right. Yep, absolutely. And so and there are oftentimes, too, when bad things happen and, and real rough times are coming against our life, we pray for a quick removal. Right. Right. And, and that's where I want to shift your prayer. Stop praying for God to remove the obstacles. Start praying for God to make you strong enough to destroy the obstacles yourself. Right. Because that's when you really learn the lessons and build up the, the muscle memory to, to, in the future, overcome anything that opposes you in your life. I love that, man. Sometimes he's going to move the mountain, but a lot of times he's going to want you to conquer that mountain. He's going to be there with you. Yep. Absolutely. These are, and, and again, these aren't fun things, but. Anything in life worth having is is going to be worth fighting for, right? Yeah, Gene, exactly. Trust the process. We say that too at church all the time. I know it's a popular phrase right now. But allow the process to have its course. It doesn't happen in your time, but God's time. Allow everything, every bit of fruit that needs to come forth, come forth and go and dominate the way you're called to dominate. Dominion. And we're going to get into that even more when we talk about mustard when we get oh, back. We gotta go with more mustard. mustard. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. We're with you every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Be sure to check out our website, SOH.church. That's SOH.church. Be sure also to download our app. It's free in your app store or the Android Marketplace by just searching Sound of Heaven. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more out of Matthew 13. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you each and every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church. That's soh.church to find out more about our upcoming events and services. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you download your podcast. Like us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Sound of Heaven Live. Download our app in your app store or marketplace by searching Sound of Heaven. If you want to join in, if you have some comments on Matthew chapter 13, 631 451 1039 631 451 1039. 
Nine. Did you like that? You like how I built that down like that? You, like, you, it was, it was so was much it? suspense I couldn't handle it. I, uh, all right, that's great. All right, I'm doing my job. This is why we get paid the big bucks, right? No? Okay. All right, so here's the would you rather. This is the would you rather that I would like for you to do, all right? Number one. Number one. Actually, I might have three, all right? All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. I'm sorry. What would you rather Somebody do? Somebody I knew just walked by. Oh. Would you rather <laughs> lose your ability to speak or your ability to hear? Oh, this is a. Um, what would you rather do? I think uh, I think to speak. What would you rather lose your ability to speak or lose your ability to hear? I think I think I would go speak. Really? Yeah. And communicate in other ways. No, I, I don't can think write. So. I like to write. No, I I think I lose. The, I think I choose the hearing because that way I could say whatever I want and never hear the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll I'll figure out a way to tell you. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think I would go with the speak. Gina's think- going to hear. What do you guys think out there in Radio Land to to hear to speak? Up oh, up, oh. Gina, you just gave me both answers. Yes. What are we doing, Gina? She gave me to hear, then to speak. I know. I I think I could. I think I could write what I needed. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I thought that was a. That's thought, it. That's all you got. Yeah, that's all I got. Though. That I was a tough. I wasn't one. really impressed with that one. Really? Yeah. Really. You just you just like the first one so much that you just you just can't get into the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I like the I like the uh, chicken and horse sized chicken. You like that? Well, what about our conversations this week about about beating up an animal? Oh yeah. You really want? I gotta field all the calls from PETA if we talk about this. Now, oh, this is the conversation, and we won't spend too much time on this, but I have to lay it out there. We were trying to figure out how many animals you can win in a fight without a weapon. If you had, if you had like, to fight, if, like hand to hand combat. So, like, if you took Jason and a kangaroo and put him in an octagon, Ooh. and only one comes out. Who comes out? You know, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty confident guy. But like I said, the kangaroo. I mean, that, that thing is all muscle. Yeah, no, and I'm, and I'm mostly muscle. And you're definitely not. I'm mostly muscle. <laughs> a kangaroo is all muscle. Um, so, uh, yeah. But th- there were some ones like like you are utterly ridiculous. You you said that you could take out a chimpanzee, and I said that is just <laughs> foolishness. Thank no. you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Well, no, no, There's no. You ca- changed it today. Yeah, I changed it today. I thought about it and. Here's the deal. I think I could take out a a, a chimpanzee if he had a gi top on. That's why. So you can grab the lapel and yes. do what you got to do. Yes, dude. He there's so many ways. Like he would just have fun with you. Like there's so many ways that he would kill you. And like, what is the gi going to give you an extra minute and a half? I would like, lapel choke dying, the you know what like out you, of a chimpanzee. There's no way. There's no way you couldn't even find his air. <laughs> Listen, air if we know anybody who has hookups with a zoo. That would let me to do a a, oh. a, a sparring this match. Is gonna, I will do this. Let me tell you something. And prove my point. When when I go shark fishing and I post things on Facebook, I get all the tree huggers coming out saying, <laughs> yeah, sharks are, they're endangered. And meanwhile, they're not. There's millions of yeah, them around see, the Yeah, see, David is 100%. Samson killed the lion. Samson did kill a lion. You are no Samson. <laughs> You're not even close to Samson. How dare you? I wa- I'm wondering if you shave off your beard, if that's like your... Uh, no, that's why I'm the, if we could hook up me and a chimpanzee in a wrestling match... Dude, I would do this in a uh, second. All I bet, all, here's what I'll say, though. Just please, both of you wear different colored geese so we can do, <laughs> tell the difference. <laughs> Oh man, oh. you're ridiculous! All right, so yeah, so that's our conversation. We wanted all these different types of. Uh, uh, this is the things that we talk about. This is what makes Sound of Heaven so special and unique. This is the this is the vital content that you get every oh. single day. Jeez, oh, 
We gotta we, we gotta do better and be better. <laughs> <laughs> my wife tells me that all the time. So like, this is what you guys talk about? Yeah, I know. My wife, same thing. She's like she's like, Really? She's like, and you tell me you're busy during the day. I'm like, I am. She's like, How do you talk about that stuff? Well, well we cover it over lunch. Yeah, we walk to when we walk into lunch, that's what we take care of. All right, let's get to the mustard. I know you're trying to avoid the mustard here, I okay? Am. I am. Matthew thirteen, verse thirty one. He presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a person took and sowed in his field. And this is smaller than all the other seeds, but when it's fully grown, it's larger than the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the sky come and nest in its branches. I could take out almost every bird hand to hand. No, you sure. cannot. Yes, I could. No, you cannot. I absolutely A falcon could. would talon your face. Right I don't on. think so. I, again, it's who's walking away. But let's, let's continue. <laughs> yeah, you are not walking away. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in, the, in three seta of flour until it was all leavened. That's 60 all, pounds, by the way. All these, <laughs> never mind. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables, and he did not speak anything to them without a parable. This was, this was so that what was spoken through the prophet would be fulfilled. I will open my mouth in parables. I'll proclaim things hidden since the foundation of the world. So there's a dual thing here going on. Not only is he speaking them uh, to fulfill what, uh, what Isaiah had said, right? Is this, uh, yeah, that one is, no, that one is Psalm 72. Oh, Psalm 72. So he, not only is he doing this to, to speak uh, and fulfill prophecy, but he's also doing it to explain to the people of God what's about to take place. I, I mean, it's amazing how detailed these prophecies are to like the finest it's like the finest detail yep. and how Jesus just matched it. Yep. And then some people, you got to think there were people there with bad intentions. They're not even paying attention. They're, they're yeah. just waiting for Jesus to trip up. Right. Um, but for those, like you said, for those who have ears, let them hear. Yeah. Yep. No doubt. Uh, so the mustard seed's an interesting one. Yep. All right. It, it, because the mustard seed, there's multiple different things. And the mustard seed's used by Jesus in a lot of different scenarios, right? If you had the faith of a mustard seed, right, you can move mountains. Right. And so the mustard seed, I'm sure if some of you are cooking out there, you know what a mustard seed is, very small little seed, just like it's explained here. And God's saying this, if you just have faith like that, and I encourage you, go get a mustard seed, stick in your hand, and just think, if I just had faith like this, nothing shall be impossible for me. If I would just have this much faith in my life, nothing will be impossible. I mean, just think of how little our faith really is without our focus on it. I I know. And a lot of us think, you know, I read the Bible, I go to church, and and it's like, wow. So the Pharisees. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I haven't moved any mountains recently and you look at a mustard seed and you say i gotta work on that you think that's a backhand slap from jesus about your faith maybe and you know what if anybody could do it he can right i have an issue with that <laughs> take it up with jesus all right <laughs> no another thing that, that stands out to me here we talked about it last week was just the the what's in a seed in general the potential in every seed there's a tree in every tree there's uh there's you know hundreds of seeds thousands of seeds yep. so in every little seed even a mustard seed which grows up to be one of the biggest uh trees there is it, there's the potential for a forest full of trees. I, and I think it works in the good and the bad, right? You look at this and you go, what could this possibly do? And you take it, and you, I just find it fascinating. You take the seed, you plant it under dirt. Think about this. Right. Stick it under dirt, water it, and create the vi- right environment, and it will grow bigger than anything. Right. And all you have to do is take the first step, God does the rest. Yep. It's yeah, amazing. It's true. You put the seed in, cover it, and allow God That's to That's it, it, and al- allow what God has already set in place. Yep, no doubt. To work. No doubt about it. I, thought that, I think that's pretty cool. But you know what else it does, too? It also does it on the flip side. How many times have you thought something, oh, this is not bad. This won't hurt that much. This is, gonna, this is not going to do that much damage. And all of a sudden, that one little decision, that one little action, that one little choice just blew up and just exploded into something. 
Right. Yep. And and you didn't see it coming. And here right. it is. And here it is. And and what obstacle? You know, it's just amazing. It really is. And just never underestimate the size of the seat and the potential inside of a seat. Exactly. And that goes for you. A lot of times you look at yourself. It, it's not what you see. God does not look at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. And he is the one that planted that heart in you. So what seeds are you planting? Are you planting seeds of faith? Are you planting seeds of power? Are you planting seeds of faith and, and goodness and kindness and gentleness and and all the, like is that what we're doing here because if you're planting those seeds imagine the harvest that you're going to reap when that rain comes right? absolutely absolutely and and you know what it's just the little things every day right yeah and i i love in song of solomon's uh i think chapter two it says that that the small foxes are the ones that ruin the vine yeah. uh, ruin the vineyard we even even the small compromises they look cute they look fun yeah i'll get away with it this time but we know that over time you pay a price for those yep absolutely do absolutely do all right so let's and after we, we just read the leaven too because we also see the leaven the right. little leaven right a little it just spoils everything yeah right? it just messes it spoils everything. a whole bunch but let's go to 36 as so now we get the weeds explained okay right? oh then he we le- could have just read that instead of explaining it ourselves yeah i was telling you the bible is more accurate than you you kept arguing with me the, that you could explain it better than the word of god fair enough let's see what jesus has to say about all right. then he left the crowds and went into the house and his disciples came to him and said explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field i want to say something really quick the the disciples didn't get it right away so if you don't get it right away that's okay yeah it's all right to follow up and ask god questions absolutely yeah and wrestle through it absolutely uh and he said the one who sows the good seed is the son of man and the field is the world and as for the good seed these are the sons of the kingdom and the weeds are the sons of the evil one Mm -hmm. and the enemy who sowed them is the devil and the harvest is the end of the age at the eschaton and the reapers are the angels so just as the weeds are gathered up and burned with fire, so shall it be at the end of the age. Read up on 70 AD. Right. The Son of Man will send forth his angels, and they will gather out his kingdom, all stumbling blocks and those who commit lawlessness. And they will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth like the sun in the kingdom of their father. The one who has ears, let him hear. Hmm. Yep. The one who has ears, let him hear. This is a perfect example of what we talk about, is understanding what it meant to the original audience and yep. then applying it to then, then applying it to yourself after that. No doubt. Right? We described before the applying it to yourself. This is hitting what Jesus is explaining. We're telling you what's happening. Things are changing right now, and there's going to be a pivotal point in history where you're going to choose one covenant or the other. I'm trying to find out, do we like change or do we not like change? No, we don't like change. We want change, but don't like it? Yeah, we want we want something new as long as it looks like the old thing. Yeah, right? We always play that. And listen, mom always said, mom, my mom always said, there's nothing like a new pair of socks. My mom always said, life is like a box of chocolates. Really? Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. So what's your solution? You just eat all the chocolates? You eat all the chocolates, you get everything you want. <laughs> Sometimes you get nice. stuff you don't want. But Listen, when I, when you put on eat it fast socks, enough, you don't no, even taste it. There's nothing better than a new pair of socks. You stick them on, no, it I feels agree nice. You put, you know, it's just nice. You ever get a sock that's a quitter? What? <laughs> can't read that. <laughs> oh, you can't? Yes, you can. can't read it. Uh, uh, our executive producer over here said, my mother said, shut up and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what your mom, good mom say? says? Wait, wait, let's, let's get wait, let's get mom, mom quotes. Uh, too, too much to, to put into one sentence. That's it. All right. <laughs> okay. Can't you can't say it on the air? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mike. Um, so yeah, I mean, where were we? Now I lost it. You just want eating chocolate. Eating chocolate, <laughs> yeah. So if you eat them fast enough, you don't even taste them. So it's fine. <laughs> even when what's the worst chocolate in the bunch? Oh. 
The worst one? The worst one in like that chocolate box. Yeah, in the box where you have no idea. What Forrest Gump was talking about. Hmm. Dave says uh, raspberry no, fluff. No, I like, I like the he raspberry knows the, fluff. He knows the scientific yeah. name. Yeah, of I like things. the raspberry yeah. fluff. I don't, I don't think I like this straight chocolate one where it's like the chocolate, like no, like it's like dark chocolate. Like You don't like chocolate chocolate? Not that chocolate. That's what kind of man are you? Chocolate chocolate? No, I like the coconut cream. I, I and I'm I'm an orange guy. Like I like almost everything orange, but the orange inside orange of the chocolate. Yeah, not not because it's more I'm like not. orange peel. Yeah. yeah, Alicia said the same thing. I don't like the orange. Yeah, cream. there you go. I'm with you, Alicia. Nice, Alicia joined. Alicia, why aren't you doing the foundations course? All right, we need you signing up right now. We got to get joked up with Neil. So let's go. All right, caramel, uh, caramel, Felicia. Felicia, wow. you don't like caramel? What is going on here? Oh, man. I love caramel. You that went was, through foundations. That was, you... that was Jason's nickname in high school. That's, <laughs> I was a DJ. I was MC Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. My, my, my computer just died. So I got to look at figures, right? So the one who right. sows seed is the son of man. So God, Jesus is the one sowing in the field. This is world. And the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom. So the seeds that God is sowing into this world is me and you. Is me and you. Me and you? Me and you. Oh, boy. <laughs> me and you and everybody proclaiming that God is uh, everyone proclaiming the name of Jesus we are the seeds and and I love this and the ones that are uh, the answer that are the sons of the evil one the enemy sow them is the devil the harvest is at the end of the age and why is the harvest at the end of the age because everything sown is going to come to pass everything right. sown is going to be fulfilled everything sown is going to be there and then guess what we get to rejoice and enjoy the fruit of all those seeds sown That's it. and now we live in this kingdom age where Listen, nothing should stop us from accomplishing what God is trying to, to yeah, have us It says all things are possible. Right. right. All things are possible for those who saw. Let me keep going. Verse 44. Yeah. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again. And from joy over it, he goes and sells everything that he has and buys the field. Wow. Yep. So the implications of that in the first century is you have you had the old covenant people, right? And then all of a sudden, the, the treasure of God was in there. The truth of God was in the prophecies, right? right. Um, but you had to give up everything to continue on with it. 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls. And upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold everything that he had and bought it. And so just look at how many parables that God is. It's almost like, and again, here, again, there's the next one, 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. And when it was filled, they pulled it up on the beach and they sat down and gathered the good fish into containers, put the bad fish, but the bad they threw away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth and remove the wicked from among the righteous and they will throw them into the furnace of fire in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth have you understood all these things they said to him yes and Jesus said to them therefore every scribe that is I'm not sorry. how Jesus talks Jesus said to them therefore every scribe who has become a disciple of the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings out his treasure new things and old like he just pow, pow, pounds Bam. through here hey again is this again he really wants them to understand what he's doing he really wants them and he really wants you to personally severe through the hard times because there's good at the end of it he's also explained to them that all these great things are not just going to come in your lap the one the hidden treasure the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field so what would that imply you got to go and find this thing right you got to look you got to dig you got to scrape you got to search it's not always fun it could take you days it could take you weeks but, but it's once, there. once you find it it's going to be worth selling everything you have to acquire it. absolutely same thing with the costly pearl once you got it you sold everything. Think about the dragnet, dragging across the bottom of the ocean. You're getting all these fish. You remove the bad. You keep everything that's good. Uh, and uh, and then, boom, you rejoice. And it relates that again to the end of the age. Yeah, the end of the age.
age. And if you do a study of history in 70 AD, what happened was Rome came down, destroyed the temple, just like Jesus said it was going uh, was going to happen in Matthew 24. Yep. And that's a lot of the implications here. So when you see weeping, gnashing of teeth, pulling one to the side, another, a lot of people put that in the future. That's not necessarily the case. No, no. And a lot of the gnashing of the teeth, too, is, uh, is referring to Gehenna. Which Gehenna. Is we should do a whole show on just Gehenna. Yeah, we should do that. Uh, you know, the Gehenna real quickly, and and just for you to do a quick little study, is the Valley of uh, Hinnom, right? Uh, ben Hinnom. Hinnom. Sorry, And so what happened was that that valley was used as a garbage heap. It was a big garbage disposal in between uh, two mountains. That's why it was called the Valley, right? And so they would throw all the garbage in there, light everything on fire, and what they would used to do in the first century to blasphemers or people who came against God or or just criminals. Um, they, historically, they would throw them into this fiery pit of uh, of garbage uh, that was lit on fire, almost like you're like the trash of the world. Right. Uh, and uh, the fire would be so hot that obviously they would burn to death and it would be weeping and gnashing of teeth inside of that. And so specifically, it's referring to that. So leaving uh, this as we have a, uh, about a minute or so left on a cliffhanger, a lot of times the word hell in the Bible, when you look at the original Koine Greek, is actually Gehenna, talking about the physical place outside of Israel. And if you think about it, the people that are listening to this, the Pharisees, the Jewish people, they knew exactly where they were talking about. So the church in the Middle Ages has attributed this to some sort of eternal conscious punishment. Uh, it's hard to make that case when it was a physical place in the first century. Yep. So, all right, let's get, uh, can I, you think I can read this in 40 seconds? Go, go I for it. Because I want to finish this you chapter. Got 53, when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there and he came to his hometown and began teaching them in their synagogue with the result that they were astonished and said, where did this man acquire this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is his mother not called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man acquire all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not dishonored except in his hometown and in his own household. And he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. That is pretty, pretty crazy. Listen, right? Sometimes the people closest to you, they're not going to understand. But you think about Jesus' brother James, right? Rejected him all the time and then eventually became one of his most avid followers. So I want to pray for you right now to put your head down and keep pushing. I know it's hard. I know it's stressful. I know it's frustrating. We live in very uncertain times right now. Uh, of just a lot of uncertainty with the world, uncertainty with 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 the obstacles, you know, with with everything with COVID and Delta and your jobs and just everything. But you, you know? got this. You got listen. You got this. And and just like the scripture says, it's worth fighting for. Okay. And when you find it, it's going to be worth everything to you. And that and that gift is Jesus. When you find the true nature of Christ and embrace the covenant with Him, nothing shall stop you. So I pray in the name of Jesus for supernatural strength over you to continue to march forward and. Take Take uh, everything that God has for you in your life. And I pray blessings over you, your family, your friends, over your job. I pray increase. I pray good health. I pray supernatural focus. I pray all stress to be gone. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. I feel better after that. That was good, right? That Praise was really God. Good. Listen, God was all over this show. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We're with you every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. We thank you always uh, for joining us. Visit our website at SOH.Church. We'd love to see you at our services this Sunday. Have a wonderful, wonderful night, and we'll see you on Friday. God bless. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.